is the Go Blue Crew. Welcome into the Go Blue Crew. I'm Tyler Fenwick with Derek Devine. Uh, Derek, did you happen to fork out the 9.99 last Saturday to watch Michigan play Lipscomb on uh, uh, the the Big Ten Network Plus, the premium subscription model now for the network? I did not. Um, you know, what? I've been spending so much money on coffee lately that my my uh, Big Ten Plus budget uh, is non-existent. They say if you don't pay for Big Ten Plus uh, for a few months in a row, you can afford a down payment on a house. That's what the financial gurus tell me, anyway. So you I probably did that. the smart thing. I, I need that. You know, yeah, it's Big you, Ten you, uh, it, Plus and avocado toast. You, you, you messaged me telling me that you did fork out the ninety nine ninety nine. Oh, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> Not $100. I know, I know. <laughs> okay, um, I thought, I thought maybe I, think, I missed it. I think it. my response, you know, was after the game as like, hey, you know what? Uh, didn't miss too much. Um, came on a night where I was busy, evening when I was busy anyway. Yeah. Um, don't like to miss many games. Don't usually miss many games, even in the basketball season when you have 11 p.m. tip-offs. But... Yeah, you know, the, the new model uh, and probably going to be the, you know, the model of the future uh, with more teams coming to the Big Ten and TV deals changing. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to fork out the money to, to watch Michigan play a lesser than opponent. But once you start putting Big Ten matchups on there, uh, you know, probably eventually going to have to cave in. So, yeah, we'll see. But I, I did miss didn't miss this last one but hey you know what there's some great places to watch highlights and basically see all of the important parts of the game um probably mashed up and mixed together illegally by some of these accounts oh but, sure hey it works for me because like wheels you ever seen wheels or matthew loves yeah ball? i watch wheels all the Dude, time wheels puts those things together for college football like he's got to be working on it during the game the turnaround is insane. So if we you ever miss get something, wheels on here, but yeah, we do. We should, we should, uh, how do you do it? That's section. my first question. That's how, you know, I, I'd say, so I don't miss the Michigan football game unless I, you know, have to, we're out of seas overseas. They still find a way on a plane, still find a way. Um, <laughs> but I don't have the time to watch, you know, a full slate of college football. Like maybe I used to in my younger days, you know, there's usually something, going on so i can't watch from midnight or noon to midnight um so wheels you know in the clutch that 10 minute highlight of alabama auburn or whatever the game is oh, that's that perfect I, I wanted to see you know maybe i know the result but i want to know what the energy was like uh, i think i did that for alabama tennessee actually i don't know if they were playing the same time as michigan was or what happened that weekend but the wheels came through in the clutch so shout out to wheels um <laughs> official sponsor of the, the gold blue crew obviously yeah I love to wake up on a Sunday morning and flip through the ESPN app, the scores, mm, and, and yep. pull games out and be like, ooh, that looked interesting. Watch the 10 to 15-minute highlights, move on to the next one. You could easily eat up like 30 to 45 minutes just doing that for some some games oh. that you would probably like never watch three hours of, but right. condensed down to 10 minutes, absolutely. Like some West Coast game. That that ended, you know, forty five to forty three. I kind of want to see how that went. I mean, especially if you have a team that came back or a team that, um, like for example, NFL. You know, the Patriots lost on like the worst play I've ever seen. Oh yeah. But to to go back and see that 
the Raiders had scored just before that. Like watching the five, 10 minute version gives you so much more context to like how disastrous, I mean, that's always disastrous, but you know, the way that the Patriots just blew the lead, you know, giving up the, the two touchdowns in the span of like 30 seconds. That's insane. Um, and, and then you lose the game. So yeah, you know, I like to, I like to watch Michigan games back. You know, I even got, uh, my wife Shelby into, Hey, let's watch the highlights. Like let's relive Michigan, Ohio state. That's how <laughs> I, you know I, you've made yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Um, but recommendation for anybody listening, especially you, if you haven't done this going online and listening to Michigan, Ohio state's Ohio state radio broadcast. Highlights. Yep. I did it. Uh, so many good moments where, you know, the first half uh, highlights that, you know, they're pretty positive. I mean, you could just hear, you know, just the doubt creep in and the frustration creep in. And, you know, the, you know, um, they didn't need Blake Corum today. They had Donovan Edwards. Like, yeah. Man. So I've, if you yeah, haven't I've, done that, I've which you it. have, anyone else, please go, do, go do that. It is well worth your time. Derek, I'm going to bring up a, a headline to you and I want your initial reaction to this. Okay. This is ESPN written by good friend of the show, Chris Harden. I just made that up. I don't know who that is. We should get him on, on, on as well. It's the headline here is even before the jump man invitational is Michigan men's basketball season over question mark. What do you think when you read that or when you hear that? Uh, without getting political. <laughs> what? Uh, it reminds me of, I don't like it is what I'll okay. say. Yeah. Yeah. I just like it. I don't, I don't like that style of, it's not even clickbait. Like that's like a whole realm of like, it is a form of clickbait, but let me say um, really quick. Um, and this is good information no matter who you are, but rarely does the writer of any given piece you read online, write the headline. That is somebody else. It's true. Working the old search engine optimization, the keywords, right. figuring right. out okay what people are going to search and what are they going to click on. So does maybe Chris a little have a unfair. Say, because because Chris wants the clicks on his article. When this so is you, happening, you think to me, he just has it... to say. Okay. I've I mean, either way, from the art, to, I don't care who does it. I understand SEO. <laughs> I live in a world of SEO myself. I, I know. Like, I know this is a yeah. Uh, your your language still. It's just like I don't know. Maybe we should do more of that for the podcast. I guess maybe maybe we could learn from this. But even the article itself, you know, the even an exaggerated headline like you know why are their chances so low to make the NCAA tournament? You know why ESPN's BPI you know, is, is unfavorable to the Wolverines. Like, yeah, we get it. Like, they had a bad loss. They've played poor teams close. Uh, but, you know, as, almost as a segue to how I feel about, you know, what a 7-3 and three season is, they seem to play to the likes of their opponent. You know, they can, they can hang with, outside of the blowout, you know, they've been able to hang with teams. You, know, you almost beat a Virginia. You almost beat a Kentucky. Uh, your plays away from from winning those games. Obviously, this would be a a big one to to beat North Carolina in Charlotte. You know, favorable for the uh, the Tar Heels, of course. But you know, North Carolina doesn't look all that great. You could have the same article about North Carolina. Um, you know, they beat Ohio State in a in a phenomenal game um, recently. 
and you know college basketball there's more parity than than any sport but there's a lot of season left and a lot of big 10 left you you can lose this game it doesn't look good for your non-conference doesn't help your tournament resume but uh, you make it to the NCAA tournament by playing well enough in the Big Ten. And last year, Michigan, you know, won every, every other game, literally. Win-loss, win-loss, win-loss for, what, 20 games in a row, it felt like, and made a sweet 16 run. So I don't think they're out of this thing, but they definitely need to uh, show, you know, some consistency and, and get some good wins in the win column. And, and what a good opportunity to do so at the the Jordan classic or the, the jump man invitation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, North Carolina, you know, regardless of the struggles, that'd be a, a nice win. I, I like to talk about brand wins. I don't know if anybody else has coined this term, but basically like let's take North Carolina, for example, it could be a pretty down year for the Tar Heels. We're talking, you know, looking at them as a bubble team, maybe not even getting into the tournament, but it means something when you beat North Carolina. It just does because of the name North Carolina. I wonder what the perception of Michigan is if they have one of those wins over Virginia or Kentucky. Back-to-back games, Kentucky overseas, uh, close games. Losing to Virginia 70-68 and then losing to Kentucky uh, 73-69. How is the perception of this team different if Michigan just wins one of those games? And then what if you go on the road and beat North Carolina. I don't care how the Tar Heels look right now. I don't care uh, that they've fallen from grace a little bit here in the early season. But I, I think it's um, – we're always thinking about NCAA tournament. So I caught myself saying I think it's too early to, to think about those sorts of things because it's just always there. You're always thinking about you know when the committee – when the selection committee looks back, like what are they going to think about this particular win – this particular loss how will it age you know for example like if virginia falls apart well all of a sudden there's no such thing as a quality loss there i mean you lost to a team that is you know no good apparently not saying that's going to happen but those sorts of things just weigh on your mind and so from from your perspective you know is it even worth right now worrying about these sorts of things even though we do think about them is it worth worrying about I don't think so. I mean, again, you want to have as many wins in the win column as possible, and beating a brand like North Carolina would be helpful, even you know, with the question marks surrounding North Carolina. But that's what this tournament is, right? You know, this this or not tournament, sorry, invitation. I keep calling it a tournament. Um, the Invitational is literally featuring Jordan schools, men and women. Uh, you know, they're calling it college basketball's elite. Uh, you know talking about the royalty behind the Jordan brand and why these programs are a part of the Jordan brand and why it's hosted in Charlotte. Um, Like this is, these matchups are created for a reason in the non-conference. And so uh, anytime you can win, you know, one of the early season tournaments or play well in an invitational, that's going to have maybe a few extra eyes, you know, this, this 7 PM tip off one favorable. We love 7 PM tip offs, but this is a Wednesday night game that, you know, the casual college basketball fan will likely tune into. Uh, you're watching Michigan. You're watching North Carolina. Uh, again, two teams that are uh, well-known. Uh, have had a lot of success uh, pretty much always, but especially recently. And I think that this is a matchup of the brand. So you win one of the brand matchups, especially after missing out on one in London against Kentucky and, and missing out on an opportunity to beat Virginia. Uh, I think this does 
uh, well for Michigan's resume, just for their confidence heading into the new year. And who knows, you know, if you if you win this game, you know, the opposite of what you mentioned with Virginia, North Carolina could go on a tear in the ACC, and it could be a really quality win, a quad one win, as they say, especially being at a, a neutral site. Uh, so, you know, uh, not the biggest, you know, game ever in terms of like it's not, uh, like this article says, it's not uh, season over if you lose. It's not, you know, guaranteed you make the tournament if you win, but an opportunity to, to show out on a national stage, uh, represent the Jordan brand, and, and hopefully beat the, the king of the Jordan brand, North Carolina. Derek, while we were talking here, I went ahead and renewed my Ken Palm subscription. Oh, nice. Quality. And same password, by the way? Cause I, it's always been the same password. Yeah. I think I saw that. Oh, well, you know, that might have been on my old Go. Safari browser. Oh. I, I use Chrome now. so I'll sneak it to you later, okay? Right. You don't want to say it on air? No, God, oh, no. Okay, okay. Although well, I think know, you they have don't know to know my... Yeah, they right. don't know. Yeah. But, well, that's that, right. you know, if I give you the password... We're not here to give away too much for free. It's not 50-50. It's like, oh, now I need to get the, the pesky email. Like, you could go find that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be that difficult. Um, I mean, it reminds me, we don't, do, we don't do a ton for free these days, but it reminds me of our volunteer <laughs> days. It really does, doesn't it? What was that called? Go Blue Radio or M... What was that called? Uh, Michigan Sports it was Radio. Called... That still exists. Did we outlive that? What was what was the umbrella network called? No idea. V Sport Radio. Oh, V Sport, yeah. V Sport or V I think it was V Sport Radio. I'm v looking Sport. it up. I don't think that's it because nothing's coming up. What was the hmm. name of our freaking you know what? If I can't find it, I can't find it quickly. That'd be a waste of time. But I would be curious to know if we did outlive that because I feel like we did. What was, the, what was it called? The Go Blue Radio? Um, I mean, let's pull up Go Blue Radio. I feel like there are going to be a lot of hits here. I'm going to go ahead and say uh didn't last. And if it did, it's because it transitioned or bought out or... Yeah, it's hard to tell. Go Blue Radio brings up, you know, immediately I'm Go Blue and then... Go Blue Radio Network? I don't know, the... man. That sounds closer to Go... Because Network, you know, made it sound really good. What I'll do... Maybe next time you're talking, I'm going to go into my, my email because I'm sure... I'm so excited to do this. I'll, I'll just start talking right now. <laughs> Go ahead and riff a little bit. Um, tell me, you know, I'll just, I was going to prompt you, but I think it's best if you just let it go. I mean, I'll stay on the theme of basketball and kind of beating the odds. You know, this team is, uh, you know, already facing adversity. It seems like in every Michigan basketball season or any college basketball season for that team faces adversity. The last couple of years, you know, you had the COVID adversity. Uh, last year, the win loss, you know, trying to, pull together a, a string of wins uh Wait, this year you got it did you get it it was called go blue radio okay or right. no we called it sorry we called it go blue crew so we kept the the name well, right because they just it. they just adopted us yeah i found it in in my email uh i sent an email to somebody named ben yeah i said Hi, Derek. This is 2015. Oh, Derek and way I, back. way back. I was late for the time. You were what? 
in Lakeland, Florida at the time. Yeah, those were good days. Derek and I, the Go Blue crew, are withdrawing from Wolverine Sports Radio. Oh, Wolverine Sports Radio, right, right, right. And the V Sporto Network. Um, I, I, I said we have things we want to pursue independent of the company, so this is our best move. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad I'm reading this in real time. Frankly, we weren't treated pro- properly or fairly. Facts. <laughs> we had multiple shows go unpublished, receive very little support, and were often left out to dry. <laughs> what is it called? V Sporto? Yeah, V Sporto Network. Go ahead and look that up. We genuinely work to create a quality product, and we're going to continue doing that elsewhere. Man, I came heavy. And uh, Ben, Ben replied, best of luck, bud. I remember that. I remember that screenshot. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you look at uh, Vsporto Network, at Vsporto Network on Twitter, find us now at Vsporto. Um. We've got 3,400 followers and haven't retweeted anything since 2018. It wasn't even their own content. It was uh, republishing <laughs> something from Service Army Football, uh, an Army Football <laughs> podcast. And that's really all they retweeted for months and months and months. Yards and Stripes uh, is what it was called. Yards and Stripes, uh, no hate to them. They're still active, you know. In fact, go follow Yards and Stripes if you want to hear about uh, covering Army, Navy, and Air Force football. Uh, nothing better than that Army-Navy matchup behind Michigan-Ohio State, of course. Good game this year, too. First overtime game. Yeah, uh, I did tune into that one. But, yeah, v Sporto, uh, RIP. Uh, we were always too good for them. Uh, good luck, bud. You, you know what? We don't need it. We're still I here. emailed before then can you email back like could you could we send an email right now i'm not there's no uh, way oh okay okay well pass me the email i'll do it there's no way at vsporto.com is still active so uh anyway i i emailed at one point and i said you know basically we've been doing this show and we sent the files and never heard anything back and that's the second time this has happened and going on and on and we get a reply guys you are not listed on our production sheet which has all the shows and hosts so honestly i didn't know this show existed until this moment who hired you (laughs) it's really shocking this didn't work out classic oh my god yeah website is uh, not working by the way not a thing so oh Hmm. i'm i i gotta keep going because i replied I said, thanks for the quick response. We were brought on by name redacted. I'll do them that honor. Hired is a stretch because we were never actually paid. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Hence, full circle here when I bring it up, volunteer days. I'm glad that seven years later, though, like my recollection of how I felt is totally justified. Oh, yeah. You know, because you forget the details, but you're like, God, I just, why did I really hate that? Well, here's why. Mm-hmm. So it makes perfect sense um, and for everybody joining along you know that you know maybe the maybe the newbies know the history of what we've been through if you've been together. around for a while yeah yeah you know exactly what this is like we, sur- you know we survived 2015 and <laughs> we- mix that with what wasn't going well with football at the time you know we were just oh, on yeah. the brink of a, a jim harbaugh uh you know 
kind of the downturn, right? Like things mm-hmm. were kind of up, you get the higher, you get that first decent season, a good bowl game win. And then, you know, we were about to enter in a lot of question marks. So we, we withstood a lot, you know, we've had some sad shows. I think every now and then it's important to remind people and bring it up for ourselves that there have been maybe literally countless podcasts dedicated to, you know, Michigan football, basketball, they come and go. I can't think of one that is continuously running as long as we have. So I don't care about, you know, the numbers and I mean, it's, it's a pride game. I, I really think we're out here doing it maybe longer than anybody else continuously. I think we have to start running that the the longest standing made by fans. We need to do a little research. Yeah, let's do some research. Let's yeah, let's come back from the Christmas. I mean, without rebranding, renaming. Yeah, none of that. We just sailed straight through. I think that's great. I was thinking about updating the logo, by the way. I think we need think we need a logo update. It's been a while. I can't remember who made that. Shout out to that person on Twitter that I found. Yeah, doing great. Uh, I'm sure they're... Didn't uh, somebody just send that to you? Yeah, I'm sure they're a high-end designer somewhere now. Actually, I know. I might know. Well, I mean, of course I know designers. That's, you know, I employ some. But uh, yeah, I might, know a, I might know a fan or two that could whip up a little something for... You know, on, on the cheap, or maybe we just put them on the podcast and, you know, shout out. You know, I, I, we need to get, you know, talking about getting people on here. Uh, I'll go ahead and send the invite to uh, Chris Harden. Um, if, you want, if you want to grab, <laughs> I can't even remember who else we were inviting at this Wheels. Point. Wheels, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who well, doesn't have uh, a name as far as I'm concerned. That's He's fine. Just... You don't need a name. You know, we'll, we'll comment as ourselves. And... We used to keep I mean, track of the good. number of episodes now. We don't do that anymore, do we? Well, I keep track of them somewhat loosely. Okay. Are we coming I, up on a milestone soon? We actually passed a milestone without anybody realizing. Don't tell don't tell me or don't don't say it live. Well let's celebrate it next week. Or okay. let's celebrate turn of the new year. I forget what it was. So two fifty. But it, we did pass one. I don't remember if it was two fifty. Okay. Anyway. Um really quick, I guess we're 22 and a half minutes in here um michigan football has you know taken a lot of criticism for a lack of um momentum on the recruiting trail but only if you're talking about those high school kids if you're talking about the transfer portal michigan is dominating this uh not quite off season you know the mid-season between now and the playoffs adding a good edge rusher adding a quarterback from indiana as well as a tight end adding offensive linemen from Stanford and Arizona state. Uh, a lot of these guys, you know, are, are not just filling in depth. Like they're, they're going to play a linebacker from Nebraska comes to mind. Um, and I've seen a take out there that I'm not fully convinced on, but I wanted to bring it up to you, which is that, you know, Jim Harbaugh, who is always, or I should say just had this reputation of being out on the forefront of things in college football when it comes to recruiting, especially you think about satellite camps and things like that is seeing the page turn from high school recruiting to recruiting college players and the transfer portal. And he's getting out ahead of that. And he's saying it's more sustainable to build my roster around guys who are acclimated to the college game and are looking for a new home rather than taking my shot 
with four and five star high school recruits who may or may not pan out and are definitely also fielding interest from the likes of you know your alabamas and ohio states and clemson's and georgia's of the world and it's, it's difficult to compete with them especially when you factor in nil stuff so the take was basically jim harbaugh is getting out ahead once again i'm not sold but i, I wanted to bring that up to get your take yeah i mean absolutely he's whether it was like the traveling satellite camps or you know you name the things that he's done throughout his career but especially uh in his time at michigan you know he was a a flashy hire uh and uh you know kind of a fiery personality you know tweeting at the georgia coach you know uh was really active and did the signing with the stars uh, he's always brought in the big names you know bringing back tom brady michael phelps michael jordan you know to to be um, honorary captains and such. Uh, they still do plenty of that kind of stuff within the program. But, you know, he kind of went quiet after some down years. Uh, and this year, you know, last year he, he loved being interviewed uh, late in the season. This year he's, you know, wants to put all the uh, spotlight on players. And so he's always done things differently. And I think he's on to something. Uh, and you'd rather have somebody with the success that Michigan's had uh, – I think that this is the right move in many ways. You have guys who are built a little bit more mature, ready to take meaningful snaps. You know, you have two potential offensive line starters. You have someone who can play a lot at tight end. You, know, you have a linebacker graded, you know, maybe the best uh, transfer uh, in the entire portal, at least that's signed so far um, or committed. Um you know, I think that this is, you know, the, the take I saw, you know, like we kind of alluded to, like kind of like a, you know, NFL minor league team. Uh, this is a place where you're going to get, you know, you're going to win a Joe Moore award. You're, you're going to be on a, on a team that produces NFL talent. Uh, and you're going to be a part of a team that's more than producing NFL talent. You know, there's been guys that have come out and said, um, can you remember who it was exactly now, but you know, sometimes there are guys just here to, to make the NFL. Uh, now there's guys that are bought in, you know, to the, to the brotherhood, to the culture, you know, a name that's kind of a buzzword that gets thrown around. Um, they clearly have something different going on. They have a sense of confidence that you haven't seen out of a Michigan football team. Winning obviously helps fuel that confidence. But uh, last year, you make the college football playoff, you get wiped by Georgia. And it felt like there wasn't all of that you know, big of a hype in terms of recruiting. Like it didn't seem like there were that many guys who made a flip. Like you might see the five yeah. stars, but it was, you know, it was mixed with like everybody going to Texas A&M because they were paying millions for play. <laughs> and now they're all leaving. And now they're all leaving. And so I think he's on to something like we are not going to be, you know, if they're going to, there will be a player or players that Michigan will go get that check beforehand. Cause you know, I think there's one thing that's well known. Like there are players that are that clearly have it, right? You know, obviously LeBron James, the most extreme example of that ever, probably. But there are players that you just know something is going to pan out. Uh, there are a lot of players that get a lot of hype with the the recruiting rankings that are just getting money and maybe never see the field, not liking their environment, they're transferring away. That is not going to be what Jim Harbaugh does outside of the, you know, the player or two that they have to get. Uh, to be a headliner of the class, you know, he's turned and gotten so much steam in the portal, at least, you know, outside of like Kenneth Walker and, and what Mel Tucker did as a new coach, like 
it really feels like this has to be one of the biggest, if not easily the biggest portal weekend that any team has had. Uh, you know, not everybody's a, a stud, but guys who can fill a roster, compete for playing time, likely be starters, and they're all developed. You know, you know what their tape is. They've played in big games. They've had meaningful snaps. Uh, some of them have even been through injury. Um, you know, they've they've been college athletes, uh, college students, and I think he's onto something. You know, instead of going after these seventeen-year-olds that are, you know, a lot of them maybe in it for the paycheck or at least most excited about the paycheck. He's going to go get hard workers that fill out his style of play and his style of play uh, and his culture that he's built with his assistant coaches uh, and the team. Well, I don't want to say team captains. We won't go there. Some <laughs> of the team captains. Um, things are things are working. Uh, and for as many people transfer out, I think he's having probably even better replacements of guys who are hungry and want to prove themselves. You could look at you know the transfers from Stanford. Uh, as examples of that, like why not come spend your grad year um, learning from, you know, Troy Moore, who's, uh, you know, award winning, you know, his lines have been the best in college football two years in a row. And now he's also, uh, you know, in his bag as a play caller with Matt Weiss. Like I would almost rather have proven talent than high school recruits. And I think that that's maybe where the game is heading. If you can't throw the bag at them to bring them to campus early, you go after the guys that maybe don't have as big of a bag, but want to prove themselves and play on a national championship contending team. So he's ahead of the curve. And I think it's all really good. Almost unbelievable. The amount of transfers that come in on a daily basis at this point. Yeah. Um, That'd be something to pay attention to definitely, because even though it seems like, We've been talking about the transfer portal for so long. There's, there's, it's, it's relatively young, and and then when you factor in NIL stuff too, it just you know it's. I feel like nobody has a good grasp on it, and that includes college coaches, athletic directors, administrators, lawmakers. You know, we're we're all going to learn about this, how to navigate this world together. And gosh, I hope Jim Harbaugh is really out on the forefront of it. I just want to see a little bit more. So uh, to wrap up here, Derek. Michigan's got two non-conference games left here against North Carolina and Central Michigan for tipping off conference play January 1st against Maryland. Uh, it's a tough stretch coming up, as you'd expect, you know, getting to conference play. Michigan's playing some good teams uh, throughout January, including a, a, a game against Purdue. Luckily, that's at home. But, you know, taking the rest of the month into consideration into January Far out prediction, but where do you think Michigan is as we look into February? Uh, as we, you know, think about the home stretch of the season, how are we talking about this team? I think they're likely to be a team who's going to have to continue to play good ball to to be notable in terms of making the NCAA tournament. I, I don't think that again to come full circle with that article. I don't think it's inaccurate. It's just you know a little bit. Um, I don't know, write this article in January, I guess. Maybe it makes a little bit more sense. Um, but you you have another, your last big non-conference opportunity, a chance to take care of business against CMU, you know, a game maybe you won't allow a Mac school to stay in it for once. Um, but, you know, you also have a, a freshman point guard who's learning the ropes, Kobe Bufkin, who's now going to be a scoring point guard, uh, taking on a little bit of a different role. Uh, maybe like Eli Brooks was asked to take on at, at some point. And so you have a team who's still trying to mesh for the first time. That's a big problem. Last year with a lot of new pieces, 
still trying to figure things out while playing meaningful games. But I think, you know, turn of the new year, heading into, you know, the thick of the conference season, I think this is a team that, you know, still has a, a fighting chance to, to make an NCAA tournament and hopefully a, a good string of performances, kind of breaking the every other habit of last year. Uh, we'll, we'll give them the confidence needed. And, hey, if you beat North Carolina – uh, in North Carolina, you know that's a that's a big win, a big brand name win like we talked about. So that's a good place to start. So if they get that win, I think it gives them all the confidence they need to, you know, essentially get beat up in the Big Ten season because that's ultimately what happens and why maybe Big Ten teams aren't as successful in the tournament because they've played their hearts out just to simply get there. Yeah, we can talk about that later. It'll come up, I'm sure, uh, quite a bit, not just for Michigan, but you think about teams like Indiana, Purdue, you know, obviously talented teams, but then what does Big Ten schedule do to you? So that's all coming up. And I guess, Derek, this is the last time we're talking until Christmas, and then we'll see if we can make something work before the new year. But, I mean, what do you want to say here? Merry Christmas and Happy New Year? Do we just go Merry Christmas? What do you want to bet on? I mean, Merry Christmas for sure. Um, Happy holidays, everybody. Would love to – Happy Hanukkah. Would love to – I mean, I'm down to – you know, take this show on the road, but we'll see. We'll see how next week lines up. You know, maybe a maybe a happy new year, meaning uh, enjoy the the Michigan TCU game. But I might be able to find some time. Good. I'm a, I'm if a we busy get back guy, next... but you know, this is uh, yeah. I won't be gone all of break for the first time, maybe ever. So good. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe we uh maybe we come back after Christmas recap favorite gifts, favorite moments. Oh yeah. Uh, and then talk some football, some college yeah. football playoff. Get into the good bowl games coming up. The and, good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll catch you either way. Um, and just to be safe, you know, happy holidays and happy new year. So take care out there. Go Blue. Go Blue.